The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Having an online business or even just setting up a new funnel can like mean that you are faced with just loads of shit you've got to take care of. You've got to have another landing page and a blog, and then you've got to have a YouTube channel, and you've got to have a, 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 a whole bunch of upsell pages and cross... It can get really bloody complicated, can't it? Yeah, I think it's time we just simplified the whole thing. That's what we're going to talk about on today's show, but he has never seen the film Gladiator without falling asleep through the rest of it. It's hypnotist extraordinaire, Robert Temple! Yes, indeed. And he used to have a pet chinchilla. It's the one, the only, the mind reader, Kennedy. Let's kick off the show! start the film gladiator at the same point or do you start from the beginning every time start from the beginning every time oh that's why so you've like seen the first eight minutes all over again i've never seen it it's russell crew isn't it <laughs> neither have i for another episode of the Email Marketing Show. Hello, hello, this is Rob and Kennedy. Hello. The Email Marketing Heroes. Back once again, we're joined today by our guest, Michael Greenberg. Now, Michael, I've got a number of different statements here for you, Kennedy, about Michael. Yes. One of them is true, the other two completely made up, but I've decided you were getting a bit too good at this game, so I've decided to make this quite complicated for you. Oh, and you'll see why. Oh, because what I've done is I've made I've made the facts very similar. I've just changed one detail. Oh, it's going to be some statistic. This is bloody cheating. Okay, I'm furious. No, no, no. Not that. Not like that. Here we go. So one of these things is true. Michael, poker face. Don't give it away. Uh, Michael either trained as a chef and he uses what he learned there in his business every day. Okay. Or he trained as an actor and he uses what he learned there in his business every day. Or he trained as a paramedic and he uses what he learned there in his business every day. Oh my God, they're really bloody hard. Okay. (laughs) Um, Do I think he was a chef? Um, He could have been a chef, but he could have been an actor. But you might say actor because you and I both really enjoyed the theater, but he, he t- he's going to talk about podcasting. So he could have done that, but a paramedic is about systemizing. It could be any one of these things. I don't That's know. That's why it's excellent. I mean, it is excellent. Um, would you, if, I'm going to have to go psychological now and go, would you put it in the middle? Would you put it at the beginning and get rid of it? At the beginning, would it be a shit? I'm going to, I think he's got, um, I'm looking at the video that we're recording with him. Now he's got a fairly fancy kitchen set up. He's a, obviously a fairly fancy man. Um, uh, I think has he got any? Yes, I'm just trying to see if he's got. I think it's. I think he's a chef. Michael, which is it? Uh, that is correct. Yes! I've been oh, as a sake. chef for about five years. <laughs> <laughs> Am I still on a hundred percent? Still on a hundred percent. Yeah. Fun fact: We actually have a former paramedic on the team who has really found his skill set to be useful in the high pressure agency world. And we hire all of our sound and audio team out of film and theatrical audio production. So wow. There you just bloody very go. Just my ass and call me a mind reader. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Michael, it's so good to have you here. Thank you for joining us on the email marketing show. Um, it's uh, So we were going to talk to you about a really specific campaign that you guys are working with and advising your clients on. And you've been dead. I mean, somehow, I think we must have bribed you using, I don't know, some really good ingredients or something <laughs> um, to come and share, to share this strategy with us. So let's talk through it. So first of all, who's this campaign for? What does it help us do? So this is for anyone who doesn't have the time or energy or team to manage an omni-channel content strategy. Oh, I bloody because love the omni-channel. I love that. Omni-channel. But omni-channel. I love that. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's loads of different th- loads of different ways of getting people into your business. Uh, yeah, okay. It, it, it can get Every, Everybody's trying to convince us that we need a blog and a YouTube channel and an Instagram and one of these and one of those and a podcast and you need one of those, right? Yeah, right. this is not that. This is very focused. It's going to work best and almost everything I recommend works best for niche audiences, for B2B audiences where you can get high value customers. I mean, there are high value opportunities in B2C. But obviously, businesses just work with much bigger budgets. Right. right, Um, right. And it's designed to create a small, focused community. Love it. Okay, so let's stop flashing our knickers at them and uh, with the teasing and actually get into into the meat of this. So what are we really talking about? So what we're talking about is a combination of podcasts and email as the exclusive pair of forms for audience interaction. Hang on, this is this this topic was made for this podcast about email marketing. Holy <laughs> shitstorm, this is great. Okay. So, um so, if you've got a podcast, this will work really really well for you. I love that. Okay. So, take us through it. Yeah, so let's start on the email side. Please. Uh because we all love email. That's why we're here. And some of the fastest growing media companies in the world are based purely off of email and email newsletters. Right. My favorite example is The Hustle. Uh, if you don't read it, it's great. Uh-huh. And they've built a million upon million dollar company based off of a newsletter. Hmm. The reason for that, I believe, is because the epistle style of writing that direct to the reader writing style invokes conversation and gives you an opportunity to craft content that is designed to engage. Right. So we're creating like genuine conversations. Yeah. Love that. Okay. That's cool. And then on the flip side, extending that conversation And where I see podcasts fitting into the long-term content market Mm -hmm. is podcasts in their longer forms for the extended conversation, for us talking about this specific strategy. That, That creates something that once somebody is inside that audience that they are enveloped in the conversation you craft and you're able to move the community much more effectively as a result. 
Wow, yeah. I mean, it's stuff that we definitely all are on board with. We know the the intimacy of the relationship you have with a listener of a podcast where in people's heads is a very powerful media. And then delivering that podcast through the me, the major channel that we all check regularly. And we even have on our phones now, of course, like any other app, is email. People go, oh, no, not email. It needs to be on Facebook and Instagram. Why? Because that's an app. Dude, I check my email on my phone. That's an app too. And also, I own that data. No, I totally get that. Okay. So, shall we dive into what the structure of this campaign is? How do you work? Are we talking about moving people from your podcast onto an email list? Are we talking about building an email list to get listeners of your podcast? Are we talking bi-directional? What are we talking about? So, we're talking bi-directional. And we're talking web presence entirely focused around a single landing page. And this is the real simplification of the strategy in that you now have one page to worry about, period. That's one page to optimize. It's one to drive traffic to. So that's cool because it means that you can you can do paid ads and all the stuff you want to do to drive people to the landing page, get them on your list. You can obviously do the standard content marketing stuff, get ranked in podcast charts and all the stuff that's going to get you discovered in podcasts. Where does the, is the monetization happening because you're now able to promote stuff to that paid products or affiliate offers or whatever to that list? Is the monetization in selling a sponsorship or selling stuff directly off the podcast? Are you look at, how are you looking to do that? Yeah, so for... The ways that I am currently enacting this strategy, I've got one startup that is preparing to be venture-backed, and we're using this as their core content strategy to reduce overhead during this initial ramping up phase so we can get you know that first 250, 300,000 moving through the company that attracting investors becomes very, very easy. Um, for myself, I am actually, it'll go up this weekend, uh, changing South Africa Talent, my second company's website, to be entirely focused on this model. Okay. And it's the one that I see us moving towards for all of my clients who have businesses that can support a model where media business is your lead generator. Right, right. And so we work with consultants and coaches where it might not make sense for them to do that. But for any agency, any larger organization, building that active community, the thousand raving fans, as the uh, old post goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, is, that is the core. That's okay. what we're shooting for. So let's take a look at so the practical tips on this are. So you're going to have a singular landing page that you're directing all traffic models to. So if they discover you on the on the podcast, because thank God for Spotify, all <laughs> hail the Spotify, we're now getting discovered. So Apple, sorry you missed out a little bit there. Uh, but yeah, so now because we're getting d- discovered on things like Spotify and stuff, we drive people from the podcast over to the landing page at our website.com. And we're also driving other traffic to that opt-in to then send people to our web, to our podcast. Is that right? Ideally. I mean, with something like a newsletter in this format, you're investing more time into it than the 45 minutes you might throw together for the traditional company newsletter. Mm -hmm. And in those cases, you're going to want to have snippets pre-made to get shared online and have all the links for those 
point back to that landing page. Right. Okay. And so you still have that other social content. You still have those things, but they're all snippets and teasers from those two cores. Okay. All right. So in terms of where your podcast is, in terms of where it fits, so for a lot of people, we take the podcast player and we embed it on a blog post because we, strangely, and, and we don't know why this is, but more and more people are actually listening to them while embedded on on embedded pages on blog posts. We never thought that would be the case, but hello to all those listeners listening to us on the, on the, beautiful, on the beautiful blog. Um, do you recommend that as part of this strategy or would this actually, is this about simplifying that when you don't need that? So I'm a big fan of doing that in our more complex strategies, mm-hmm. but this would say that's a no-go. Okay. okay. And you don't have a blog You've got one page. You got one page. Okay, cool. All right. That's interesting. Rob. So in terms of the emails that you're sending, we're big fans of sending emails very regularly, you know, daily in, in our business. Uh, and we are typically trying to move people into like our flagship product. Again, thinking about small businesses who want to implement this, because I can definitely see this working for like larger media companies and I can definitely, but I can also see this working for people who are just sort of one man band, um, experts, authors, product sellers, that kind of thing, because actually it's so simple. If you think about, um, building out the, the big, infrastructure, that omni-channel approach, more and more people are turning to having like a small team of outsourced workers who actually do a lot of the work. And if you strip all of this back down to its basics, you suddenly don't need a lot of that because suddenly that presumably you don't need show notes and stuff like that for the podcast because you've got nowhere to put them really apart from in the description on the podcast player. So what, um, yeah, so we, is this lots of email or is this now just emailing whenever there's a new episode of the podcast? From the email perspective, what are you doing? Yeah, so you want your email editorial calendar to be distinct from podcast, but related in topic. Interesting. So let's say, and you can change the variety of the pace on these, depending on what your own output capabilities are. So this could be a weekly podcast with a monthly in-depth newsletter, or it could be a daily newsletter with a monthly podcast or anything in between. Mm -hmm. Um, The, Emails you could send, let's say you're doing a weekly podcast and a weekly newsletter. So that way you're getting two touch points built in. It's a nice pace. Um, Let's say you want to do a series of podcast interviews with the head of growth at Series B startups. Okay. Um, so you'll do four interviews with the heads of growth and you're probably going to want those done a month in advance or so because the newsletter and the content that you put out in them could be curating all the articles to carry out the growth strategies that they talk about in the interviews. And then it could be bringing in some of your own examples. Right. And is the entire content... Or the whole lessons of the, the the editorial, are they inside the email, or are you sort of saying, "Hey, we've written this article about this thing. Go and check that out." I feel like they're all in the email in this case, right? They are. Okay. They would be on the email, and you'd likely be curating content from other sources to go along with that, or pulling snippets and audiograms out of the interview to then embed and have shareable. 
That's really interesting to think that actually there's all this stuff that every time we start a new infrastructure, like it wasn't that long ago when we pivoted, that bloody word, when we shifted away from one podcast to another, to another podcast. And to do that, we needed a new blog and new opt-ins and Thrive Leads again and this. And actually we could have got going much faster. And we know speed is the most important thing when you're going to launch one of these things. Just get it out. Stop fannying about doing all the stuff that you're, because you just put, most of the time we do all these detailed things, right? Because we're putting off doing the real work, aren't we? That's really what's happening. So exactly. especially as entrepreneurs, we totally do that. We've done it, definitely, haven't we, Rob? So um, 100%. One, one of the things this allows you to do is actually, do you know what it is? We're going to launch a podcast. And as people listen to this show, I know have been telling us for years, oh, I'm going to launch a podcast. I'm like, <laughs> dude, get a microphone for 50 quid, put a squeeze page up, do a, and, and you are good. You could just go for it. Oh, I haven't got time to make the blog graphics. You don't need any of that. Just crack on. I think for fast activation, they say successful of speed. This is a cracking strategy and something I yeah, would I really never have thought of. Never. Yeah, I really, really love it. I think it's gorgeous. Thank you. And I think as, as people who are experts in their thing, as Michael Gerber t- calls us in the e-myth, he talks about us being technicians, but not necessarily <laughs> great at building blogs and all the shit that goes with it. This is a great way of just going, I don't need that stuff. It's just, yeah. it's just more stuff. It's like if you have a, if you have a front yard and a backyard, both with grass that you've got to, you've got to keep in, in shape. That's a lot more work than going, no, I'm going to, I'm going to put concrete down and that's going to be it. You know, that's what you're doing here. You're just saying, I'm going to take away all the distractions. I think it's a beautiful thing. Uh, Michael, um, we're going to go into the next section of the show. Subject line of the week, subject line of the week. This week's subject line of the week. What have you got for us? So I've got a formula for you this week. Oh, you're a and darling. Thank you. Just when we thought we were going to re- escape algebra. Uh, thank you. <laughs> So this is X plus Y equals space question mark. X plus Y equals space question mark. All right. I've written it down. And what the hell are you so talking about? This is my all purpose. I am starting a new campaign or I have an existing campaign and I'm trying to set a baseline. Uh-huh. This is the subject line for that. And we use it most commonly for partnerships and for cold email. Okay. So, so give us an example of what y. you might give us an example of what you might replace here then. Podcasts plus newsletters equals complete content strategy. Question mark. Okay. That's interesting. So the X and the Y replaced with the two things and then equals whatever it is. And then a question mark on the end as if to invoke yeah, the does, idea that... Does it? Does it? But what yeah, made yeah. me think as well is you could put podcast plus newsletters equals underscore question mark. And then like, oh, it equals what? Like you've got... You can actually mess around with this. X, you could write X plus Y equals... Homemade sausages? Question mark. What? What is homemade? Like, there's there's so much you can do with that. It could presumably also be X plus the secret ingredient here equals the outcome as well. Oh yeah. So like, uh, yeah, yeah. So traffic plus X equals great beards or something. I don't know. Yeah. And wow. this actually works for testing the words that work best for your audience. Because there's so little copy in there to mess it up. 
this is an amazing subject line to do a split test with for those exact things. Like if we, because we split test every subject line we, we send out uh, to 20 or 30% of the list, depending on the campaign. And if we just tested that first word and said, does the word traffic or does the word clicks get a better open rate thing? That is like a beautiful thing to test. And it's a fantastic subject line of the week, subject line of the week. Michael, that was absolutely amazing. Yes. Thank so you. for people who want to find out more about you and they want to find your landing page or they want to find your podcast, tell us, where do we go? So you can find me on social media at Gent of Tech, G-E-N-T-O-F-T-E-C-H. And then you can find me for business and stuff. Or if you want to talk with me, go to callforcontent.com. And in the bottom left corner, you'll see our office hours. Those are, that is the only direct booking link with me where I am not going to sell you stuff. It's good to know. I flip and love it. We're going to put the links to all of those things um, in the show notes. Where are the show notes this week, Rob? You'll find them over at the emailmarketingshow.com forward slash simple. Forward slash simple. Emailmarketingshow.com slash simple. Thank you so much again, Michael, for coming on the show and sharing, sharing this with us. Absolutely simple beauty. I love it. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. go and delete the blog. <laughs> <laughs>